Hello, how are you today? Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Be a Better Lawyer podcast. I want to do more of these episodes, and I thought that today I would talk about goal anxiety because so many of us that have big goals, whether it's for your practice or expanding outside of your practice, whatever it might be, there is some anxiety that comes when we start thinking about big goals goals. And there's a lot of different reasons behind this, but I want to talk to you specifically today about the thoughts that create this anxiety. And the fact that we tend to think that something has gone wrong if we feel anxiety when we're thinking about a goal. And this is in alignment with the master class that I am going to be doing this upcoming Thursday. I'm going to talk to you about that in a minute, but if you have not signed up for that yet, you've got to do it. It's dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution. That's where you can get your front row ticket and where you can learn about all the details. But what I want to share with you specifically in this episode about goal anxiety is that there is nothing wrong with you if you feel anxiety. Like we are achieving something that has never been achieved before. We are going after something that we have never contemplated before and we feel anxiety. And we have this thought that if we feel anxiety that we're not doing something right or that we can't achieve what we want. But what if that wasn't the case? What if we could use that anxiety to discover what we actually needed to achieve our goal with more ease? Because all of us want all the things to feel really good before we take action on what we want. But as long as we allow anxiety to run the show and prevent us from taking action, then we are keeping ourselves small. So in this episode, you're going to learn what goal anxiety is, where it comes from, how to deal with it, and how to get the most from this emotion. Because if we're going to feel anxiety, we might as well get something out of it, right? So we're going to actually use anxiety to play bigger in our lives. You're going to play the long game instead of letting anxiety keep you stuck in the short game. I'm also going to give you some specific examples of where this might be showing up for you so you can manage your mind around the anxiety around anything you want to achieve. Now, if you haven't signed up for my new masterclass for lawyers this Thursday, June 2nd, 2022, what is happening? I am going to be talking about achieving big goals with more ease by transforming who you are now into the person who has what you want. It's called Your Next Evolution, and you can sign up at dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution. You are going to learn the biggest hurdles lawyers have when it comes to building their practice, deciding to leave their current positions, and achieving any other ambitious goals they might have. One of those hurdles is managing anxieties and fears, and I'm going to help you do that. Make sure you save your spot. This masterclass is going to be a good one. Save your seat at dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution. With that, let's jump into this show. 
So what is goal anxiety? It's just like it sounds. Goal anxiety is anxiety we have when we think about any particular desire or goal. And I looked up the Webster's definition of the word anxiety, and I didn't like any of them. So I'm making up my own definition. They didn't quite hit the mark. So for instance, they say it's a state of being. Well, it's not a state of being. You can't just be an anxious person. I know you might be saying to yourself, no, I I just am. I'm just an anxious person. But anxiety is actually a feeling in our bodies. Some of us feel it more often than others, but we're not anxious people, right? That would be an identity that you're taking on. Rather than taking on that identity, recognize it's just a feeling in your body. It's not abnormal. It's not bad. It just is. And where does it come from? Well, feelings are energy. That means that anxiety is an energy that we have in our bodies. And when I talk to my clients, sometimes I'll ask them, like, how does the feeling, what are the sensations you're feeling in your body? I ask them if it's fast or slow. That's because every feeling that we have has a different frequency. It's a different feeling inside of our body, different sensation inside of our body. So it might feel fast, it might feel slow, it might feel heavy, it might feel light. Our body has electricity coursing through it and that's why, you know, like a defibrillator can resuscitate us when our heart stops. Anxiety is just one frequency of energy within our body, okay? Some frequencies are more helpful and some aren't as helpful. And when we have anxiety specifically about a desire or goal that we have, it's because we have thoughts creating that anxiety. And they could be thoughts like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to start. I need to prove myself. It's not working. Like those kinds of thoughts can create that feeling of anxiety in your body. It's not even important that we pinpoint the thought right now, but what I want to do is bring this awareness to you that you're not just an anxious person. There is something else happening in your mind creating that anxiety when you are specifically thinking about goals. Sometimes you might just wake up and start feeling anxious and not have anything to pinpoint it to. I recognize that. I have had that too. But what we're talking about here is specifically anxiety attached to having a goal, having a desire that you are working towards. So how do you deal with goal anxiety? So because anxiety is just a feeling in your body and it's 100% normal, there is nothing that you need to push away. In fact, trying to push anxiety away can make it feel worse. It can intensify. The goal here is not to label anxiety as bad and change our thoughts as quickly as possible to get out of the anxiety. You might want to get out of the anxiety, but that is not our focus here. The goal is not to push through the anxiety and pretend that it's not there. What we want to do is recognize it and let it be, right? We want to make it our friend. We want to just say, hey, okay, I see you, and let it be there. And then the uncomfortable part is to sit with that anxiety and not reach for your phone or some food or some other thing to distract you from the feelings that you're having, because that is going to prevent you from using the anxiety for the purpose that I'm going to set forth in just a second, okay? So we want to just sit with the anxiety. We do not want to try to distract ourselves away from it. Just sit there, put the phone down, and just be with it. Sitting with it can actually help the anxiety a lot of time. It can let it dissipate a bit. 
But because we usually think something's wrong, we push through it without acknowledging it or asking ourselves what we need. So you might find yourself feeling anxiety and just working through it, right? Like you just keep working, working, working. At the end of the day, when you're supposed to go home, you feel this anxiety, but you're just like, okay, I have to force myself to work. Just recognize that that's more of a distraction and it's not your, your, you've reached a point of diminishing returns with your day and now it's time to just sit. So instead, what we want to do is we want to use the awareness of anxiety to help us achieve our goals with more ease rather than pressure and willpowering our way through it. So how can you use this goal anxiety to help you? If your brain is generating anxiety when you think about your goal, you can use that as the awareness to take this step. Because our job, once we have that awareness, is to get to work seeing what our brain is doing, seeing what our brain is offering us, and recognizing where our brain is lying to us, okay? So for example, let's say you want to add a new practice area to your business. Your brain is going to offer you up a lot of thoughts. If you recognize that you are feeling anxiety whenever you think about that desire, right, it might be like a fear slash anxiety, then you can ask your brain what it believes about that goal. It might offer you thoughts like, I'm not experienced enough. My current practice is my bread and butter, so I can't stop doing that. I don't have time, right? Recognize all of the thoughts that are telling you why you can't, because that's usually what happens whenever we want to do something new, whenever we have a desire. Our brain starts telling us all of these thoughts. We might not even see them. Like We just think they're so true that we cannot see them as separate from us. We just 100% believe them. And then we just act from them. So it prevents us from acting. We procrastinate. We decide we're not going to do something more out of reacting to the anxiety and the fear than facts. Okay. So all of those thoughts I just said, I'm not experienced enough, et cetera. I don't have time. All of those excuses, these would be the default thoughts. So you would be taking action or not taking action based on the default programming that your brain offers you. That's kind of just like, here, here's the first offering of thoughts. It doesn't mean you have to take them. You don't have to say, oh, yes, it's like being at a buffet and you get to choose the thoughts that you have. Like you don't have to take everything that your brain offers you. You can actually look at it and say, no, thank you. Right, like, like look at your thoughts, look at everything your brain offers you as a choice. You don't have to take it all in. You just observe it, just like you're observing the potatoes and you can say, hmm, no thank you, right? Our brains are like a computer in the sense that they always have this background program running, right? They have all of these choices available, but it's just feeding you the same choices over and over again until you start making conscious choices. So if you start typing a document, right, on a computer, there's a program running in the background of your computer that's auto-saving, right? That's one example. Or there's an antivirus program that runs on autopilot, so you don't need to think about it. Its purpose, that background program's purpose is basically to make your life easier. But the brain, it has the same thing going on, but it doesn't only make your life easier, right? It also offers you all of these thoughts that are not helpful when you have a big goal. When you're ambitious, you've got to look at the programming differently than maybe if you're not ambitious. So if you are ambitious, if you do have a goal, which I'm guessing you do since you're listening to this, The autopilot thoughts can make your life harder 
That's why we want to take a look at what thoughts you're having about your goal. Depending on what those thoughts are, they could be making your life harder. The example I gave you is a real life example that I've encountered multiple times with attorneys I've worked with. They had very similar, if not exactly the same thoughts about adding a new practice area onto their business. Right? It's not a coincidence, right? I work with the same type, the types of people, right, who are ambitious, who have drive, and they have a human brain. So it's going to come up in a similar way. And so we could work through them in our sessions one by one and just start seeing where their brain was fighting with their desires, where their brain was lying to them. So for instance, right, the thought I'm not experienced enough was a thought one of my clients had about building a mediation practice. But then we looked at it. We asked, okay, is that even true? Right? Like just like you're going to a buffet, right? It offers you, the brain offers you, I'm not experienced enough. And then you look at it and you say, okay, do I want, do I, first of all, is that even true? Like, okay, maybe let's just give that a voice, right? Maybe she'd completed only one official mediation, right? But then what was the next step? Like, what if it's not true that you're not experienced enough? Like, what other experience might you have? And so then she started recognizing, oh, wait a minute, I've been mediating for years and not giving myself credit for it. I'd mediated exchanges with clients. I'd obtained the necessary training. I had lots of street cred in my neck of the woods because I'm somebody who's well-liked. People believe I'm reasonable. They come to me for, you know, advice. So she actually had a ton of mediation experience, but her brain was telling her she wasn't experienced enough. And of course, in any area of our life, we start with zero experience and then we move up from there. And so that is the starting point for anyone is zero experience. And she didn't have zero experience. She actually had a lot of experience. But her brain was offering her the thought, I'm not experienced enough. And she was simply believing it at first until we started like, digging in and saying, is that even true, right? What is really happening here? What's really happening here is that your brain is generating anxiety. It's generating some fear. And the reason it's doing that is to prevent you from taking action. Because remember, any time we're going to be expending more energy, our brain's like, oh, hold your horses. I don't want to expend energy. My job is to prevent us from expending energy and preserve energy and keep us safe. And that's why when you have a big goal, when you want to move towards something that's outside of what you've ever done before, your brain starts to kick into overdrive. It starts to say, no, 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 here are all the reasons why, quote unquote reasons, that you can't do it and it generates anxiety. And so it's important to know that this is just something that the brain does and then it's our turn to go in check out what's under the hood, check out all the thoughts that are coming to us that the brain's offering us and look at it just like that buffet. What is? What are you offering me? Is that something I even believe? Is that even really true? And then even if it is true, sometimes you just say, you know what? No, thank you. I don't want that thought, right? Like the thought, like I'm not good enough, like that comes up a lot, you know, when I'm talking to attorneys. And when we have that thought, I mean, it's, we all have it, right? At one point or another, I'm not good enough. Like that's just a thought the brain will offer. 
And then we can look at it and say, oh, no, thank you. I don't want that thought. I appreciate it, but no. Right? So you can do that for each one of the thoughts that you have about your goal. Like literally do this. When you feel anxiety and you notice it and you pause when you're thinking about your goal, I want you to pause and I want you to write down all of the thoughts that your brain is offering you and do this one by one. Where might your brain be lying? How might the thought that you're having be false? So for example, with the thought that you may need to stop practicing an area of law so you can pursue another, is that 100% true? How might that be false? How might you be able to do both? What options might there be? Brainstorm them. Really question what your brain offers when it says anything that sounds remotely like, I can't because. Like the brain is really good at offering all the I can't because statements to us. I'd say about 99% of the time it's lying when it says I can't because it's our brain's job to look for problems. We have to train it to look for solutions. And that's why anxiety can be so helpful. It keys us into the fact that we're having thoughts about our goal that aren't helping us. Then we can get to work asking ourselves what those thoughts are and debunking them one at a time. When we debunk them, we can access the truth. When we access the truth, we can release some of the anxiety and take a cleaner action towards our goal, right? So we're not pushing ourselves or willpowering ourselves or like procrastinating a whole lot and then guilting ourselves into working and then beating ourselves up. Like we're not doing that. Instead, we're asking our brain to do the work for us. We're asking it to really start to look at the truth. And when we start seeing the truth and practicing the truth, then things become so much easier. I mean, this is some of the work I do with my clients to help them achieve their desires. It's how my clients achieve seemingly impossible goals, like building businesses on top of their law practices or doubling their revenue in a year. You can do this too. I'm not a special snowflake and neither are my clients. They do the mindset work with me week after week and they go after what they want. And they feel their feelings when they have anxiety. They learn how to process those emotions. They learn how to sit with them rather than fight them. And if you want to do that work, if you want to go after your goals with more ease and less anxiety, book a call with me. Your practice can be a lot easier. I promise you. Book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. And be sure to meet me at your next evolution, my new masterclass for lawyers. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution, and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, and I will talk to you again on Thursday. Bye.